it's been such a year of personal learning and growth and healing and kind of but that's kind of individually personally but I think just for nature of work as well just to see it kind of taking its birth year in the world I guess is the way of seeing it and it's it's now ready maybe to get into its toddler phase as we end this and that's that's really exciting so it's it's been just over a year, Shim, since we released our first podcast episode with Cook and their CEO and creative director. It's amazing to me that it's been a year now and it's been such a kind of interesting journey. Which of the conversations that we've had on the Nature of Work podcast kind of stand out for you? Oh, you're making me pick... Yes. That's cheeky. I have to pick a fit. Um, it's funny because I hadn't realised it had been a year and I went mm-hmm. back over the episodes and listed them out and it's been a really fun. It's been really fun. We've speak, spoken to such a, a wide range of people um, from such a diversity of places. Like I think about that first conversation with Rosie and with James from Cook and just how inspiring it was to hear what they were mm. doing, to hear from Abigail at Stella McCartney. Like, we've spoken to some amazing organisations, like mm. Danielle from Lucasfilm, and just to hear what these organisations are doing from, like, quite a small one to something that's huge and, like, a household name is so inspiring. And then, But then I also think about some of the others who are authors, academics, and people who've been doing this for a long time, like Kathy Allen. Mm. Um, and it's, yeah, nothing... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really diplomatic. <laughs> I feel like nothing... I don't really have a favourite. I think oh, each right. one oh, I've... God, I... Yeah, yeah, I think I've, I've learnt something from every single person we've spoken to. But you're like that, aren't you? You, you, you like to be sort of generous and kind of general in that way you learn something from everything but you so I mean Stella Stella McCartney for me with with Abigail Wilmore stands out for me I think partly because Abigail as she was then chief HR officer at Stella McCartney really latched onto the nature work book when it came out and has been such a kind of um, advocate and um, exponent of it. So I, I, I thought it was really um, wonderful having that conversation with her. And I, uh, the title of it was Embracing Heart and Soul at the iconic fashion brand Stella McCartney. Um, and I, I think the other one, I mean, it was the first one, maybe the first ones always stand out because they're so significant. But when Rosie and James from Cook said that when they read the book, it felt like we were talking about their organisation and they were being encouraged by the book and we were being encouraged by what they'd done at um, their Ready Meals company, Cook. I think that was that was really good. So I suppose if we've had lots of really interesting conversation, the question sort of arises, why are we making this our final episode? Why are we not continuing and maybe you give your kind of reflections and 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 experiences around that and and then i'll i'll, I'll kind of share my story mm. 
Yeah. You know, actually, hearing you pick, I shouldn't sit on the fence, should I? I'm going to go back. Oh, so now, you, and I'm now gonna, you've got I am going to say, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. You you were a good role model, and I'm going to, I am going to pick. So <laughs> I think The Laziness Lie with Dr. Devon Price was a really challenging, it challenged me in a way that I wasn't expecting to be challenged and the way that I thought about what mm. rest is and what laziness is. And I think that it's it's good to be challenged back and to question, to be questioned by the person you're interviewing. Yeah. So that, I think that stands out to me as one. And then I think about Priya from Apali from Intuit um, and just how thoughtful and reflective she is and was in kind of taking the nature of work thinking almost to a different level. So if I had to pick and not sit on the fence, <laughs> let's pick, let's pick those two. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because I, I I enjoyed the conversation with Devon, but I, I struggled with the topic. I mean, it's inevitable. Some of the, some, some of the topics that we covered... And, and they're really diverse, healing the broken front line. Imagine a workplace as beautiful as Gaudi's Barcelona. Germans have the perfect word for how work should feel. Nature of work in practice, dare to unlead. I mean, there's a real variety, but I struggled with it because I think I struggle with the concept of laziness because I'm, I'm fundamentally just not lazy. But laziness doesn't exist, Paul, so you can't be fundamentally lazy. That was the lesson. Was it? Okay. I obviously... Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, not an, <laughs> I think mm. that, that diversity of topics, you know, you, mm. but before I backtracked, you said kind of what are my reflections on the journey we've been on? Oh, and yeah. kind of now that we've... This is coming... This is our final episode, so this is coming to an end. And I think if I... Ref, you know, if I think about where we were when we first started and who I was and who I am today... And you've been a big part of that journey, and as DWG has as well. That first episode, I was still recovering from burnout. I was not fully, not fully healed. And I look at where we are today and what we've learned, and I think that journey of diverse conversations from what's happening in Lucasfilm to being inspired by French values to all and everything in between, I think shows. I think it shows that journey we've been on over the last year, just on the podcast, um, and how nature of work as an idea, as a concept, taps into something kind of bigger than us, um, and how many, how people are drawn to it and, and inspired by it and passionate about it as well. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I think you've really picked up on something there. I mean, first of all, I also want to call out the episode with Priya, from Intuit because, I mean, Priya's amazing and I, I had an incredible conversation with her last week at, at the New York DWG member meeting. Uh, she did a wonderful talk about her role as a digital workplace leader at Intuit. Um, but we had a... Every time I have a conversation with her, it sort of stretches my thinking. She was talking about flow states. And I said to everybody in the room when I was reflecting on what she talked about, I said, it's, it's not, it's a different type of leadership, but I can't put my finger on what the word is to describe it. 
but everybody was nodding in the room and I think so Priya is uh, uh, definitely I mean what's interesting and I think about this because I obviously was familiar with kind of where you were at when we began the podcast and I, I, I kind of feel like maybe there's something in just having the conversations all informed by nature of work and this idea that we are actually collectively a living system and that organisations are organisms and and maybe that as you've gone through it as we've gone through it each each episode's a little bit of healing a little bit of growth goes goes on and it makes me realize that there's a lot to be said for just being persistent with things it's almost like you know you're trying to improve some yoga posture or something i know you're not supposed to improve but we all try to but you know uh, but you know and it, it, it's like every day there's a bit of practice and and you feel like you're getting nowhere and then actually you realize ah oh, look 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 where i am today um i mean speaking for myself um i mean i wasn't burnt out when we started but i was well uh, it wasn't that long since I'd, my mum had died uh, we'd finished the book which was kind of exhausting and also I felt that starting a new podcast around nature of work you sort of don't know quite what the content is or what what the journey and the story of it is so I found that interesting also I'd not co-hosted a podcast uh, with you before so that was a whole thing it's like hold on a second I don't have complete control over this. Oh, how did you mm. find that? Was that hard? Not great, really. Not great. <laughs> is that why we're um, stopping? We're stopping because no, hosting no. is hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully, I, I think I think I've a, I think I've adjusted to it and and started to understand and sense that, particularly in this topic of the living system the new story of work for a living age it's it's impossible for me to have all the answers or even all the questions it's it's a quietly revolutionary concept that that an organization isn't a machine that it's a living system and and i i think you've brought um always brought a different um provocative challenging disruptive and different kind of generational and kind of where you're coming from is different and and I found that uh, a good I found that's kind of helped me understand the, the value of that it's really interesting because I think one of the I feel like this last year has been a journey of kind of deepening and broadening our what we thought and think nature of work is as we speak to more people, as we challenge ourselves and each other. Like I, I've been open. I'm on a, a 12 month course at the moment about regenerative leadership with a, a pioneer of regeneration called Laura Storm. And it's helping me learn more and more about the idea of life's principles and what that means for a, for a healthy organization. And that idea of you and I complementing and challenging each other is something that I'm learning as well, is that idea. It's, it's, it's biodiversity, right? It's biodiversity at play where 
not one person has the whole perspective not one person has all the answers all the questions like you said and I think me challenging you and you challenging me with our different life experiences has been one of the things that has been kind of lovely as, as part of this as well yeah and that's one of the things isn't it everybody wants to see how everything's sort of cooked everybody you know everybody wants to show the the the, the kind of outtakes and the setup and I think it's part of um, people wanting to know how things actually work. I mean, this whole idea of deepening, I feel, is something that's been happening collectively in the world throughout the pandemic. And if I compared the meeting, the member meeting we had in New York last week with the one, the previous one we had before the pandemic... um, on the face of it, it looked a pretty similar kind of meeting. And apart from the fact a few people were wearing masks. Um, but actually, the experience was was deeper and richer. And I had the same experience when I went to a Microsoft Envision conference in London a few weeks ago. On the one hand, nothing seemed to have changed post-pandemic. On the other hand, it, it was clear that an awful lot had changed and it's it's this sort of deepening experience and I I, I do think that um, having that in mind during nature work and I mean the rationale if I can sort of state it like that for us um, ending this podcast is that the book came out in January 2021 we've been doing a whole bunch of book talks we as a as a as a digital workplace consulting company have been going through a nature of work journey almost like as a consulting client of a uh, of the idea um and we we also had last year the nature of work live experience where we got everybody together over three days and the kind of collective way of expressing what we're saying on a kind of media level is going to be a new youtube channel called rewilding work and the idea of having great guests but also bringing a sort of different uh visual uh element to the storytelling i think will be interesting and and to create it more like a sort of studio setting and then the other part of what we're doing is we're actually launching a a nature of work forum with founder members on the 25th and 26th of october it starts off in london and then we'll move to the US, but essentially creating a community, a club for for organisations who want to use the nature of work concept and language to help them with things like diversity, equity and inclusion, sustainability, future of work, digital transformation, uh, leadership, all the issues that organisations are kind of occupied with so i mean what's remarkable is so for us the podcast felt maybe that it was time to bring 12 months of conversation to a close if that's the right work and and switch into the next way of expressing it oh and we also had nature works unplugged they were interesting yes, they were and i think that the common the common theme through a lot of it is conversation it's it's taking things away from just the two of us 
and opening kind of opening that circle to hear other people's thoughts and what they feel and what they're drawn to and it feels like it's tapping into this zeitgeist of this kind of yearning and and longing for a a healthier way of working that's that is more in tune with life's principles and with nature and with relationships and it's it's like a quiet drum that I think a few people have been banging for a long time now and it's getting louder and louder and more people are joining into the drumming circle and I like it I wonder whether it's 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 just about different people picking up the drum um um and and the the, the kind of expression of that I mean there is definitely a yearning longing need for deep level systemic change in the world we knew that before russia invaded ukraine we knew and we, and we'll know that when whenever whatever that moves into but you know we don't look around the world and go this is really working this is really working i mean there is a huge amount that does work but it tends to be not at a systemic level and i think we I, I think what we're trying to do is see what the expression of that yearning for change looks like in a work setting in in an organizational setting um i mean and one of the nature work elements is life cycles isn't it where we explore that cycle of birth growth uh, maturation and and even death and loss uh, before moving into regeneration so as you start to look at the regeneration and to look at the next kind of phase what 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 excites you and enthuses you about where nature of work is going or could go i am really excited by community i'm really excited at the idea of now building this network of relationships of people who are really excited by this and moved by this and feel drawn to it and want to see what it means in their organization and what it means for them as well like this is an organizational journey it's a personal journey for a leader as well like we've experienced this in ourselves it changes you as an individual not just the organization when you see the world in this way um and so i think i'm i'm really excited to see community emerge and also like we've spoken about the idea of doing more research and writing to to start to bring all the different things we're hearing and learning together into almost like the next evolution of what nature of work is and so those things together yeah i mean what's sort of top of the list for you in terms of research so there are a couple of topics i'm really drawn to there's this idea of the adaptive cycle, so the, the seasons, and actually what does that mean inside of an organisation? And I've seen lots of great examples of what it means from like a systemic organisational planning level down to how you plan a meeting to, to how that can actually start to influence the way that we work together. So that whole area is really interesting. I think the area of leadership development and what does it actually take to be a leader um, within this is something that really excites me and I'd love to delve more into. Mm, no, they, 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 they sound really good topics. I think, um, you know, in terms of things that that I'm kind of uh, enthused by in, in terms of nature work, de- I mean, 
definitely. I think community is key because I think that is about bringing together the people who can, um, I don't know if the word is activate or or evolve these ideas, but something like that. But I also love to get the stories of of people like Daniel O'Hare from Lucasfilm and Tracy Campbell, who's a director of production at, at Walt Disney. I mean, in that, that conversation where they talked about the roots of, of Walt Disney Studios, uh, animation studios, and the roots of Lucasfilm and how that their roots story had helped them during the pandemic and how it's helping them as they focus on diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging. And it made me realise that even in what I would regard in certain terms of Lucasfilm is 50 years old, you know, a sort of, it feels like a younger organisation, even though it's 50 years old, that, you know, the roots have power. And I think bringing in these stories of people who've got leadership, influence, inside their organisations really is amazing to me. And I was talking to a couple of people at Coca-Cola last week. And, you know, that what they were talking about nature of work and, and the way that they feel that it can help them as the company goes on its own journey of change. Companies like Coca-Cola get criticised somewhat rightly for what they've done, but they're also a group of people trying to affect change in their organisation. Um, and they were showing me that some of their earliest advertising, I think it was in the, in the kind of early 70s, was some of the first advertising to use a diverse range of actors in it. You know, it was really unusual. And I can remember being a kid and seeing some of the, um, some of the advertising and all of a sudden you're seeing uh, people who are black Indian. It wasn't just a, a, a range of white faces on the advert. And, you know, it takes me back. And, and they were saying, you know, we want to tap into these parts of us as a, as a, as a company and hearing how excited they were about how they might be able to f uh, use nature work was just really encouraging. Mm. This is definitely one of the things I've learned is I have softened my approach towards organisations and realise that no one is perfect and finding those pockets of, of great practice or excitement within organisations is actually that's how you start. You, you kind of find those pockets of energy and then follow them through. So like an organisation like Coca-Cola saying, look at what our advertising was when we started. It's great to see and to now see how are we reflecting that so that us ourselves inside the organization reflects that diversity so it's not just advertising but it's deep in how we work is that exciting next step as well yeah because i think it's perfectly legitimate to criticize organizations organizational practice but in a way we could be criticizing ourselves as well because we've all been part you know and when i think about the amount of years of my life i've spent living with a complete ignorance about the ecological damage happening on the planet i mean when i was you know traveling to india in the 70s and and kind of then you know on a, on a when i was at university flying over to southeast asia i didn't think about the ecological impact of what was what was going on so should i not then be given a chance to make a difference now well no of course we should so i i do think people miss 
understand that organisations, however large, are just a collection of individuals trying to work collectively and actually they aren't set. There isn't like a set ethos. And I, I, I hope that the language of nature of work, the idea of regeneration, life cycles, health, biodiversity, purpose, that these can create healthier versions of any of the organisations that you know that we that we that we work with absolutely and it's this this is one thing i have learned and this has also been you pushing me and challenging me is to approach those organizations with compassion i think compassion is a huge part of this and actually people are at different points of, of journeys and organizations are at different points of that journey and the only way we get to where we all want to go is together. Oh, oh, hang on. There's a phrase for this. Is it don't don't journey alone? Oh, is God, that, that's good. Yeah, it that's could good, be. right? Yeah, God, you dropped that brilliantly. Yeah, DWG yeah. should use that as a. It's 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 part of this. I think the mm. old way is competitive and judgmental and pointing fingers, and I think this new way or maybe rediscovered old way is much more compassionate and inclusive and how yeah. can we get there together? Yeah. yeah. So, so the things that we've got to look forward to, um, aside from the fact that there won't be more episodes of this podcast is the, is the rewilding work channel, which will come out as a podcast, but also as a YouTube, um, channel, we've got the nature of work, uh, forum for founder members, on the 25th and 26th of October in London. And that will be the start of a new journey for, um, for, the, for the founder members. Uh, there's the research that you're going to be involved with, so we're going to be doing more writing. And we've got to make sure that we keep getting places where we can banter with each other, haven't we? Yes. It's been, it's been really fun doing this together. And it's, um, mm. yeah, we'll make sure. Hopefully it's been fun for the listeners as well. But... We've had oh God! It. Yeah, that's the point. So. Yeah, there's a yeah. I mean, I, I, one of the things I really enjoyed was the two um, literary festivals we went to: the Burford Literary Festival, the Chipping Norton Literary Festival. You know, it was it was it was, it was nice sort of doing that while then having you know talks that we've done to the IMF and Vodafone, and I love that kind of diversity. But you know, I, I think you 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 the the the, the thing that I kind of try and avoid is you can end up feeling like there's a group of people who get it there's a group of people who don't get it and I never liked that when I got very into yoga you know it it seemed to be like you know a lot of the studios would feel like well we're the enlightened beings who understand the nature of reality and everybody else is is in a state of ignorance and just needs to wake up and it's just such a kind of conceited way of thinking you know, I mean, I've met so many people who don't, there aren't in yoga studios who aren't like that. And so many people in yoga studios who are like that and others who aren't, um, you know, don't want to diss yoga. Um, so um, any concluding thoughts, reflections, Shim? It's just been a wild year since that first podcast. It's been such a year of personal learning and growth and healing and kind of but that's kind of individually personally but I think just for nature of work as well just to see it kind of taking its birth year 
in the world I guess is the way of seeing it and it's it's now ready maybe to get into its toddler phase as we end this and that's that's really exciting so it's just thank you for co-hosting with me and inviting me to do this with you thank you to the listeners for listening and all our wonderful guests and to Tim um our wonderful producer and all the other people who have helped us um so that's kind of final thoughts from me and I look forward to what's next how about from you Paul yeah so I'm going to end with um uh I wrote the decade of courage manifesto and at the second series of that I quoted some lines from the uh, song by the editors smokers outside the hospital doors we've all been changed from what we were our broken parts left smashed on the floor. I can't believe you if I can't hear you. I can't believe you if I can't hear you. We've all been changed from what we were. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. And I think part of this brave new world is bringing in art and poetry and music. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, you, you, you uh, organisations have been poet bringing poets in like David White, and actually bringing more more of a uh, an artistic side in because i think for so many decades it was impossible to do that because it didn't make any sense on a on a, an excel spreadsheet lovely to do the podcast with you shim and um on to our next stage of the journey and done that's a wrap The Nature Work podcast is produced by the Digital Workplace Group, a strategic partner and boutique consultancy supporting more than 100 leading companies and public institutions to advance their digital workplaces. For more information, visit digitalworkplacegroup.com. This is Paul Miller wishing you well until next time.